God bless you. This is EDS English. The day is July 22nd, 2020. Wednesday Bible teaching with Pastors Chuta. The title is I Am Who I Am based on Exodus chapter 3 verses 13 through 15. God bless you. This is Pastor Chuta uh, speaking. Thank you for letting me enter into your homes. Uh, I am once again back. Uh, Pastora said, you know, a few weeks of of um, uh, resting, uh, something tremendous that I was going through. But thank the Lord I am back. Today we're going to be speaking about something that, about what we have been living in these days. Thank you to my wife for uh, obligating me to make that rest time uh, for my voice, um, my throat uh, ahead. We're a little bit ahead. We're gonna. I'm gonna tell you about what has been happening with my health. But uh, we believe that we're in the hands of God and he has control of everything. So I know that everything is a process in the midst of what, of what we have been living. So I told my wife, uh, are you going to be with me uh, on the live? And she said, no, only until the end. Um, God has um, delivered deposited a lot in you in these days and um this woman she's a warrior um of a thousand wars i think a few days ago i started to to what what had happened with my throat and uh, the prayer that she said impacted my life. She didn't pray for, she didn't pray for healing, and that's what we're gonna talk uh, about. And Jeanette, thank you for the teaching that you gave yesterday. Very powerful, and it connects with I'm gonna speak today. Uh, for those that don't know, the title of today is I am who I am. Talking about the titles of people, and um, how Jeanette was ministering to the women. Uh, on how what is your name in these days and it impacted me the teaching that she was saying it's it's uh, connected to what I'm going to speak uh, in this hour when we really uh, we really know the the one that says I am who I am and what pastora uh, prayed over me like a few uh, Thursdays back and I started with that um, pain in my throat. She didn't pray for healing. You know how I am. What? What? What the heck's going on with Pastora? I need um, love and and um. But I said, no, God, just let her reveal to her in these days 
reveal to her what you have for her and and I went to church and I said well I'm gonna do a quarantine in, in church in the office but I didn't know that God was preparing me for something big because that same evening uh, for those that know um, our pastor Frank um, for me for us he was a mentor a counselor a spiritual father to a certain point and well that that news hit us um, somebody close to you um, happened all this or all this happened to you and God knows what he's doing uh, today we were in the um, the funeral of, of Bruce's mother and we still pray for you Bruce for your family you know that we love you and um, we appreciate them and we're praying that God keeps um, uh, giving strength to all that family so it's something tremendous uh, if you uh, follow me and say a prayer in this hour so we can start there where you're at what God had put in my heart uh, my wife likes to come and and start worshiping with music and start praying before going out on a live and and what the Spirit of God is telling me that there's a spirit of anxiety right now so before we're strong we start I want to tell you that you are not you're not um, you don't have anxiety refuse that something that's dominating your mind um, I want to tell you to fight because it's a spiritual battle so we're gonna pray before uh, we go into the word uh, on this on this day on Exodus chapter 3 verse um, 13 to 15 so we pray God we give you thanks this evening because you have been faithful above everything that we are living through father God in this plan that man has traced so they can destroy humanity so they can do whatever they want to see their plans and their purposes but we know in the midst of everything you too have a plan father God a plan that Jeremiah the prophet has uh, revealed to us that is uh, a plan to bless us a plan to see us good that will bring revelation to our lives in these days father we give you things and we're believing in your word or believing in what you're gonna do what are you are releasing in these days father God the liberation that you're bringing to your people the refocus are, that you are putting in the minds of each and every year children in the congregations we give you thanks in the name of Jesus amen and amen be blessed in this evening it's a blessing to one more time be um, again uh, and it's a blessing to have my throat already a hundred percent for those that don't know you know the the reflex was affecting and um, damaging my throat I don't want to say that it's damaged but I do have some kind of um, um, 
uh, bad feeling there, but I know and believe that God's going to glorify himself and he's going to do something powerful. But in the meantime, we keep doing his will, what he has sent us to do. And while we can talk, the enemy will not shut us up will not shut our prayer even government cannot shut what you are feeling in your heart they can put mandates regulation whatever they want but they can never shut our worship because your worship is that exalts that great i am so you pray and worship what you know you know those people that shut and and don't worship because they know that god of religion but not that the god of relationship because if they knew the god of relationship they wouldn't be staying quiet and going into the slaughter like a a sheep going into the slaughter because i know there's a lot of preachers and pastors that have been saying that we're not going to shut up and we're going to keep going we're not going to shut our mouths to release our worship and and be able to say to the that one that has created us that given us a plan though that one that has um waited for us to stand in the ditch we cannot stop the plan and the purpose of god so in this hour exodus um chapter 3 verse 15 through 16 i'm not sure if i'm going to be able to finish in this hour of what we have if not then we will make it a series because it's powerful what we're going to be start seeing if you have your bible and you have your notebook in this hour exodus chapter 3 verse uh, 15 says moreover god said to moses thus shall say to the children of israel the lord god of your fathers ha of a god of abraham the god of isaac and god of jacob has sent this is my name and forever and this is my memorial of all generation it says on on verse 14 verse 14 it says i am who i am and he said and he said thus you shall say to your children of israel i am ha i am has sent me to you that's how you will say to the children of israel i am I am has sent me to you and verse 15 says sorry moreover God said to Moses thus you shall say to the children of Israel the Lord God of your father the God of Abraham God of Isaac and God of Jacob has sent me to you now I want you to pay attention to this phrase this is my name to all generation this is my name forever and this is my memorial to all generations that's the name that would recognize me in the midst of pandemic in 2020 because there's a plan in the midst of all of this satan has a plan but god has a plan as well in the bless of all of this and i have called it the last the last revival because i believe with all of my heart that this with my heart these days god is going to start making amazing things and 
start to refocus us. Maybe we had um, been a little bit comfortable. There's people that that fail because they don't know God, but you and me that know and are connected, you and I who have a relationship with him, there's no excuse for us of simply just uh, be comfortable and say, okay, well, I'm just going to um, get comfortable and wait for all this to happen for God to tell me what I need to do. No, let me tell you, all of this that we are living is to wake us up is a moment where your faith is being tested it's a time like this if there was a time where you said okay if you don't have the faith that my sister has i don't have the faith that pastora has or pastor has i don't have the faith that brother has um to do this and that but now is the time for you to test your faith with this i haven't told you oh no go without your mask to here or there no we have to follow the rules and the ordinances that we have but we also have to have discernment as to what god has called us to do in these days yeah religion is one thing but the relationship is a different thing relationship is what takes you out is what takes out the the whole the the spiritual man in us so we can give god the glory and this is tremendous because here we have um people those that know the story of moses and it's related with exodus you're gonna uh see that in exodus god sends moses to liberate his people and what was going on with his people those people were enslaved they were under a a kingdom of pharaoh they were under a um imperium a government that was um that was enslaving them a lot of different things were happening i I don't want to go into much details because that's not my my point today but i'm just uh, making a a platform to where i'm gonna take you tonight in the midst of what they're living in the midst of suffering they're asking for a liberator they know that a liberator is going to come and what happens in that time is that god sends moses yeah a man that maybe he wasn't qualified uh before our eyes but God put his eyes on him that in the midst of the desert that he was going through, pay attention to this, in the midst of the desert where he was at, where he had put himself comfortably in that desert, in that time that he had uh, gone to the desert. I don't know what you're doing these days that maybe you have gone and uh, being comfortable in your home but there where you're at in these days, God is making a call. It's, yes, a call. And a lot of times we say, well, how much can we do in the midst of all of this? Well, get up in prayer. Get up and worship. Get up. I don't know. Do something. Lift up an altar in your home. You know, in the midst uh, of what I have been living and I'm going to take you back to what um, Basura prayed for me. That was, um, you reveal what you need to reveal to pastor in these days. What I was feeling was in sickness. In this uh, 
I'm opening my heart to you. What I was feeling, I was feeling that I was having the symptoms that I was con contagious, but then I started to see, well, close to whom have I been that they're contagious? And I remember nobody that I know well. And, but I realized that I was bringing, uh, I was had I had fallen into a spirit of, um, I'm not going to say fear because it wasn't fear. Because us who are in God, we know who, where we're going. But a spirit of anxiety. What's anxiety? It makes you preoccupy of things in the future. And I'm going to be honest. I was starting thinking about church. I was thinking, uh, what if I die? And I started thinking about fu the future. And God had to speak to me and, and deal with me. But that's not all. What I want to tell you is that after... In the same uh, next week, I started to talk with pastors and they started talking to me about a lot of pastors that were living the same thing that I was living. Uh, precisely yesterday, I was speaking to a pastor in another state that he was experiencing the same thing. And I said, wow, it's a spirit that has lifted to make us uh, lose the peace that you and I lose the focus of what God has called us to do. The focus where we have been put so we can uh, accomplish his purpose. You see, what is it that happens with this, with these people? They are slaves in Egypt. They are asking to be saved. How many of us today haven't we prayed that, God, please come to our rescue. God, please help me in the midst of this pandemic. God, please that I don't get contaminated. Please, Lord. I've seen people uh, that have put, they are, they are uh, hopeful for a vaccine. Or an injection. They're so happy that there's a um, that's gonna be a, a a a vaccination. If there is gonna be one, it's gonna be in 2021. So let's pray that we're all um, good and we uh, we get all excited excited for a vaccine, but we're not excited for the coming of God. We're depending for a vaccine, and the great I am hasn't even, I haven't even entered in the, the, I am who I am has taken you as a child, as a soldier who has put you a new name, the one that has, uh, put you for a time like this, the one that has put his faith in you because he thinks you can, you can't accomplish this assignment that has given to you in these times when i see this how god with uh, moses asks well, what am i gonna say when when they ask me who has uh sent me he said you will say the the great i am has sent me the i am who i am has sent me and they knew what um, attracts me in verse 15 where it says this is my name forever which I will be remembered through all generations you see what 
what does this say that the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Isaac is the same that we have today, just as he made water come out of the rock just how he opened the red sea he can still do that to us or with us and the problem is with us is that we want to see everything literal uh, the what you want to know what the problem is with us the problem with us is you know what we have um, become comfortable to see or accustomed to see to see and touch but not to believe not to believe that's what we've come accustomed to we want to see we want to touch the spirit of of Esteban moving in these days he's moving the hand of God in the midst of all glorify um, a few days ago I I um, I found out that uh, my wife's pastor like she's a hundred years old and she has been pastoring for years and even when she was sick at the hospital because of this uh, COVID she was still pre preaching and she just came out of the hospital and and, and there's people in their homes that they've had heart attacks. We have to understand when the great I am calls us. It's because our time has come. I have taught you that in, in the time of God, every one of us have a marked time. But if you... You and I are going to be okay if we're not in that time. Because it says... One thousand and ten thousand will fall to our sides, but to you, no one will come to you. There won't be any plague that he's gonna touch your your home, your children. He's gonna touch your family. You see, so he leaves. Now comes the great I am and sends Moses, rescues his people. If you are going with me, um, Exodus 6, verse, chapter 2, verse, so, Exodus chapter 6, verse 2, and it says, And God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appear to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty, but my name, Lord, I was not known to them. You know, Moses uh, talked to, God talked to Moses again and told him, I am Jehovah. Um, in chapter 3, and I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. So the name, so he appeared to these three men, different generations. He appeared to them like the omnipresent, like the Almighty, like the Almighty all can do everything. And in my name, Jehovah, 
I will I do not reveal myself to them. You know why? Because in these times they knew the Almighty, the one can do everything. You know why he didn't reveal himself? Because these people in the process they're gonna know God. They were gonna know God, going to know God. Maybe you're going through that desert that you have religion that you have your evangelist an evangelic but you have not experienced a miracle your your faith has been um through uh through troubles but in this desert you're gonna know the the great i am that's our savior um i did not reveal myself to them because they were gonna gonna get to know me in the desert because when you're going through the desert that's when he makes himself present what how and how impactful it is powerful because now you see what happens the these people go through different situations and something that we haven't tested in these times is that these people in the desert tried heavenly food in the midst of uh, the desert they had bread they asked for food they asked for meat and they were given a lot of us a lot of us having have been eating better in these days of the pandemic we have eaten better than we were than when we were working full-time and we had a job a lot of you are a lot better today than than before the pandemic. Some of you are remodeling your house, you know, because God has brought a blessing that wasn't there before in the midst of desert. He's letting you know that you have not um, had need of anything because you were in the palm of his hand because you are in the in the in his hands because in the even in the midst of the desert he has kept you think bad things having come to damage you he has hold held you these times you know what happens now he takes out the people into a desert and enter into a different um a different level and when Jesus appears um, in John chapter 4 when Jesus appears to the Samaritan woman he says if you knew who is asking you give me to drink if you knew who's asking you if you knew like telling her if you knew my name if you knew who I am verse 26 I think that's where you're going to find where it says, I am. Where where she asks, asks him, are you the God that, or the Christ that's coming? Uh, because in, in the New Testament, in the book of John, you know, the first, when somebody is um, coming to Christ, uh, we tell them to read chapter first. And um, in John, there's some, tremendous revelations in there even you who have time in the um 
in the Gospels. Read the book of, of John. You have no, no idea how many times I've read the book of John. And this is what uh, attracts me, that the book of John reveals one more time the uh, I am. In verse 14, what we read, it says, uh, God responded to Moses, I am who I am. And you will tell the children of Israel uh, that who I am and I will send you again with the people and the people in the midst of their affliction in the time of their torment the great i am appears to rescue his people and here is the first example jesus in the book of john one more time comes and presents himself like the i am in the old testament he comes preaching the the gospel coming to wanting to rescue just how we're doing today um, through the lives, through church, uh, trying trying to send that message. But God comes and presents himself. Are you ready? Are you ready? Comes and presents and says, I am the bread of life. I am the bread that came from the, from the sky. Uh, John chapter 6 verse 35. He says, I am the bread of life. And you see, if you have accepted Jesus in your heart, you are going to recognize why you haven't uh, been needing of anything. Because you have the bread of life. He says that he hasn't uh, seen his people in need or begging for bread all you have to do and that takes me to the next point where it says john um 10 9 where it says again i am the lord that's what he says i am the lord i am the lord i am the door the one that enters through me sometimes all you have to do is go and and, and knock the door you don't have to have uh, hunger. All you need to do is knock the door. Um, you know the problem we have? Our problem is sometimes that a lot of times we knock on the wrong doors. Sometimes you're knocking on the wrong door. And a lot of times uh, comes to open the one that shouldn't have opened. And a lot of times we start making alliances with wrong people and we, lo and we lose the opportunity. See, it says, I am the door. John 10, 9. I am the door. Whoever enters through me, whoever enters through me, this is your time. This is the time for a lot of people. And this is the time you that are watching me that do, doesn't know me. That might be the first time you connect with this live. I want to tell you, Jesus is calling to your heart tonight. And he's telling you, I am the Lord. I am the bread of life. Number three, it's incredible that in the I am, there's exactly seven. Um, number three says, I am the good shepherd. 
It says, I am the good shepherd. And it says that the good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. Let me tell you that somebody gave his life for you. Somebody that gave their life so he can um, do his purpose in you. But you need to know him. The problem of us that know the God of religion, we don't know the God of relationship. And it's because of that that we fail, that we don't do what we need to do because we don't have discernment. He says, I am the good shepherd. John 10.10 10 says, I am the great, the good shepherd. I don't know why I'm saying this, but this work is for somebody. Let yourself be pastured. A God hasn't called you to pastor um your time will come just submit yourself number four john 8 12 says i am the light of the world i am the light of the world and whomever has that light says will never live in 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 the storm you're Everything I have experienced, all that past, what the enemy keeps taking you back to and makes you to um, to go under that darkness. He wants, God wants you to come out into this new light. There's going to be a moment we're going to fall, where a relationship is going to break. There's going to be situations where the enemy is going to want you, take you down, but you cannot stay on the floor. You have to get lifted. Yes, pick up the pieces and keep going forward. You need to move forward and, and keep walking in the light. Number five, John 15, 1 says... I, yes, we are in the I am. You have the I am. That's what I, I love. It says, I am the true vine. I am the true vine. You see, I think Jesus could have said, I am just the vine. But he specifically specified and said, I am the real vine. Because there, there can be a lot of vines. Am I talking to somebody? There's a lot of vines, a lot of vineyards. But he says, I am the real vine. When you are connected to the vine, when you are connected to the vine, because that's where uh, he calls me, that's where he calls me friend. He opens up his heart. There he reveals uh, celestial things to me in that chapter 15 of John. That's where he starts talking about life. Talk about fruits. And he takes you to the eternal life. But I love it when he says, when he starts to reveal celestial things in this chapter. Where he says, I am the real vine. There's a lot of vines where you can connect yourself to. But when you connect to the real vine, where you connect to the real vine, when you connect yourself to the real vine, you can be shaken by a spirit of... You can't be shaken by a spirit of anxiety. 
you cannot be contagious to that spirit of death. I repent every spirit of death in your home in this moment, in the around of surroundings of your of your home and your family. I rebuke the spirit of death in this day. I am the real vine. My father is the the one that's working he's the one that's in control my father is the one in control meanwhile you're connected to the vine everything will be okay meanwhile you're connected to the vine everything's going to be flowing everything will be okay i am the real vine there's a lot of vines my my question for you is where are you connecting where are you connecting to? I could see my reality in the midst of all of this. It wasn't much of the feel, the fear of the sickness, but it was the spirit of anxiety. And if you ask me, Pastor, what is it that you did? Thank you for asking. What was it that you did? I had to fight in the spirit. You know what I did? I got up. It happened uh, on a, a Saturday. I lifted up with a, a worship spirit like I've never worshipped before. I sat down. I came out. I took air and I sat in my truck and I started driving through the city of Pomona. And I started to drive and I started to, re to rebuke that spirit of anxiety. And I started saying, God, I know that you are in control of all of this. God, I know that you're in control. And I started to fight. And I started to rebuke. You know, when I came home, I came with a spirit of peace. I came in a, a different dimension. I know that God was dealing with my life, taking me to a different level at that time. And I know that a lot are going through that spirit of anxiety. I know that God was making me feel that uh, even before we were coming out uh, in this hour in the life, the spirit of anxiety is not a, a virus, it's not the, the sickness, it's the that's killing people no that's making them go to get the test or go to the hospital and you breathe the spirit of death but let me tell you god has separated you for a time like this because if you're connected to the real vine you are part of what god is going to do in the next days john chapter 15 verse 1 i am See how it starts, that chapter, I am the vineyard. This is a tremendous revelation in that in this chapter, but I'm not uh, going to go into it. Number six, number six, John chapter six says, I am. There is Jesus speaking one more time, transmitting that message of I am the way, the life and the truth i am the way the life and the truth it says 
uh, a saint says, all, all the ways lead you to Rome, but to God only Jesus, only the one that says, I am the door, only the, the good shepherd takes us to God. I am the way, the life, and the truth. He is the way in these days that we're living. He is the life. You don't have to breathe the spirit of death. But you can breathe the living God. And sometime uh, back where I said, in the house of the Lord, the air of the house of the Lord is what makes me feel good. I don't know about you, but to me, the house of the Lord... The house of the Lord. That's why David says it's better one day in the house of the Lord with a thousand out elsewhere. You know why? Because it's in the house of the Lord that where we can have experiences, uh, supernatural. I don't know, but when you come to the house of the Lord, you can breathe a different environment. You can, in the house of the Lord, there's life. And when you are connected to the vine and you go into that adoration or that worship you need to really be a worshiper to know what I'm talking to you about and I'm going to close with this John uh, chapter 11 verse 25 I am the resurrection and the life I am the resurrection and the life you see, I left this one for the last. I am the resurrection and life. Because who is in Jesus Christ, even if they're dead, they still have life. Before us, we before we were dead in our in our in our bad decisions, but we find life in God. That's why you cannot live um in a situation where you're when you are uh, bitter you can't continue to live in in that preoccupation if or in that worry if you have God the great I am you can't be living you can't be living under um, that fear that the enemy has brought because he has a plan for all of this and it's connected to the future I don't know about you but before everything ha had started, before the end of the year, I said 2020 was a, an acceleration of prophetic time. If somebody remembers, I said that there was an acceleration of uh, prophetic acceleration. We're going to see more clearly. And I was saying the, the coming of the Lord is closed because I see everything that's happening. And I say, God, you are coming. You are coming. Today I see everything that um, the information that we have. I don't know if you've heard that even in the last in these last day there's been uh, been talk about um, uh, UFOs like never before, and they're touching they're touching that um, subject, and that's part of the plan. Because let me tell you something. That when God comes for his church, 
when rapture a lot of people are going to think and and social media is going to say that that the ufos are going to come that they came and took us all but because they don't have a refined ear um through this truth when the the trumpet sounds and um and a blink of an eye god is going to come for his christ is going to come for his children for those that were connected to the real vine to those that were um that decided to go through the door um those that inviting invited him into their hearts those that said i want that resurrection i want that life you don't need to be living in that type of life i want to uh, give an invitation if you are christian a lot of times if you're not christian we lose our focus we lose it, ourselves in the religion we lose ourselves in the knowledge because religion gives us a format and all the times we start to worship the format but when you have a relationship and you start to know you know who you are worshiping you know who you are praising you know what you are praising and glorifying you know where you put your your faith and your hope I want to ask you, where have you placed your hope and your faith? In verse 15, it says, This is my name forever. With it, I will be remembered for all generations. And a lot of years have passed by, and years have passed and passed. Since the creation, there's been years um, since Moses took the egyptians out and that those people crossed the desert for 40 years there's been years where that that pe those people went into the promised land and jesus also came and presented him as the great i am there's been years that have passed where he has had been crucified but let me tell you that name has not lost has not lost its power, its authority. That the blood of Jesus has the same power. Maybe the method of uh, transmitting this event, this um, gospel, has changed with lives and um, the, and a lot of things have changed with our youth. But the 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 one that says I am the great I am is still the same still the same and followed me to say a, a, a prayer and pastora's coming and she's gonna come with me and i, I want to ask you at your homes if you're with your family um watching this live wherever you're at right there we're gonna uh, unite i don't know if pastora wants to Add something in this hour or do you want to connect yourself um, grab um, your hands and while uh, pastora speaks to us blessings to each and everyone um, welcome pastor one more time simply something that God put in my heart 
to what you were speaking about. This is Pastora speaking. In Exodus 3, uh, verse 5, I want to leave you with this where God tells Moses, it tells Moses, he says, do not come any closer. Take off your sandals. Quítate las sandalias. And what you were speaking, what the Spirit was depositing in my heart, a lot of times we we have our sandals on. Our depend, we depend on our sandals. When we don't have any shoes or sandals in our feet, we're vulnerable to... Or vulnerable to to things, and and he says, "Do not come close to me." You know, in this this country, have a lot of dependency and everything, and economy. When we need food, is very easy because we're a blessed ca- country. But to be close to him, we need to take off our sandals, our dependencies to what. I know to my knowledge, to what I know, to to what has been told to me. And God was putting this in my heart when I was reading. Don't get close to me. We can't get close to him with conditions, with our own agenda, with our dependencies. He was full he wants full control of us. He wants us to know him in many levels. So he uses circumstances of today for you and I to take off that dependency, that protection that we have, those sandals. And we can tell God, where am I depending? What are my sandals? Because we want to come to you. Just how we are vulnerable, depending, depend, depending to- totally in, in him. Um, I just wanted to show that verse that I said, wow, yes, Lord, let me come unto you how I am. If I need to be humbled or humble myself more, whatever I need to do to be closer to you. If it's even through a uh, anxiety or a scare that you call our attention because Moses said, he said twice to Moses, and he says, people, people, do not, do not come towards me without taking off your sandals, without having faith that we are gonna, we're going to get injured or we're going to get injured on the way, but we're going to walk in faith. That's tremendous. That's pastor speaking. We depend on a lot of things in a family and I think that a lot of times he wants us I I think that God gives us to know in the midst of the desert and in the midst of the desert is where our faith is going to be tested I think that for a lot of us but while Basara was speaking there's a, a, a theme or a title where God has show, is showing me we can't just really stay and waiting at home. 
that the pandemic passes and and say well when it happens we'll just uh, start the revival but no revival starts now if you're your revival needs to start now it needs to start with your heart this needs to start with your heart Paul says to Timothy this kid that was pastoring this church and he says hey revive that church was having issues so that's why Paul writes a, a letter he was writing for prison and saying in, in the midst of him living his own situation he said hey it needs to start through you through Timothy you know I, I'm not as young as Timothy but it's Paul was telling Timothy to revive I want to remind you that the revival starts with one person God always looked for one person that Samaritan woman started one person to start it so revive the fire of God the fire that God has in you don't be afraid start fighting that spirit of of anxiety how are we gonna defeat it in a spiritual war a spiritual war in prayer in worship you don't have an idea of how many times I sang that song you know every song that start and then I start hearing becomes my favorite but it, it, it becomes my favorite because it represents something in that moment where God is glorified and then that time that song I am not a slave of fear and it came and it, ca- it became my victory song and we're gonna pray with you at home we're gonna refocus ourselves and tell the enemy that uh, to lift whatever he wants to lift it says in the Bible even if a, an army is around us we should not fear you are a child of God he is the way the truth and the way and the truth if you're that way you you cannot live with fear like pastor frank would say his word he was saying hey we gotta go we gotta go there's nothing we can do and i was like wow yeah we have to go we have to go and who's gonna stop it that's another thing for another day. So we pray, God, we give you thanks this night for the blessing that you have given us. You are good with us, God. You are light to our path, Father, Father of, of heaven. Your word is a lamp onto our feet. If you are illuminating our, our way with your word and we are connected with the vine, the real vine, there's nothing that can separate us. Even in the midst of what we're living, in the midst of anxiety has come and has anchored in our lives, in the lives of your children in this moment, Father. Bring liberation in this hour. We unite in this war, fighting the spiritual war, war, knowing that you also have a plan in the midst of this, Father. 
and and that we don't submit to the plan of the enemy but to the plan that you have put in our lives even from before we have we were born we give you thanks lord bless each home bless each family those that have connected those that are going to see this teaching later on that they know that great i am to know the real the real one to know the son the father to know overall the holy spirit that that reminds us that you have given us victory that you have called us that there's no weapon against us will not prevail we give you thanks in these in this hour bless our kids our children bless the children of their children the the grandkids father god we give you honor and glory every petition uh, that has been brought up that has been given us given to us lord that list that we have of of Ezer ladies we're believing in miracles in a lot of lives in a lot of families that has that has come simply so we can see the your glory manifested in many lives we give you thanks in this hour we give you all glory and honor in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you. May you be blessed. Uh, it's a blessing to come to your homes and be able to be one more time. And I want to tell you, we are um, 100% okay because we're believing in a miracle with you. Keep praying for us and we will pray for you. God bless you. And it will be uh, Friday when the youth have their own service on Instagram and then kids weigh us on Saturday. And again, we keep praising the Lord of Lords on Sunday. God bless you. We'll be seeing you.